Welcome back, listeners, to the W Ritz Podcast, episode four. Today we have a very special show ready oh for really? you. Oh, really? Yes, we do. Uh, it is so special, in fact, that we got two extra people as guests on for the whole thing. It's so special that we are eliminating the third segment, and we're going to use the first and second segments to talk about pretty mm-hmm. much the same thing. But yeah. you probably want to know who our guests are. You probably have at least heard of both of these people. Uh, so today in studio with us, we have Abigail Merwin. Hello. And over video call, we have Simeon Fox. Hello. And uh, let me tell you real quick, folks, I've been wanting to have these people on the podcast since we started. Yeah, it. he's been telling me I told all Will, about them. I told Will today that they are both deep thinkers and very good communicators. So let me just sum it up by saying we are going to have a banger of a podcast. Oh, yeah. Today. I'm excited. It. it should be fun. Um, real quick, though. What's that, Sim? High expectations. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> high, high hopes for a living. Uh, anyway, real quick, though, before we jump into our main topic of the day, which is uh, really an interesting topic. Very it's, loaded. It's Agreed. a story. It's it's a political uh, discussion. We're going to love it. Mm-hmm. We do have to mention, um, much to her sadness, that Abigail is the one who may have given us the idea to name our podcast the W. Ritz Podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. The deal is I was I was working with her one day and we were all uh, there was a bunch of kids and we were all in some kind of place. I don't remember. We were doing we were practicing yeah. uh, the play The Odyssey That's for right. uh, events at Rivendell. And I don't uh, my memory is not clear on it, but all of a sudden I hear all this shouting. And it's like. Ha, Abigail did this. And <laughs> it turns out that she misspoke when trying to say W. Riz and instead said W. Ritz, <laughs> which is coincidentally the name of our podcast. Yep. Um, well, it's not a coincidence because we named it because well, she I'm, said I'm, it that I'm way. I'm using the word coincidentally like you're coincidentally. You're using it wrong. Name, yes, exactly. For humor. But um, mm-hmm. and then we were <laughs> when we were planning on naming the podcast on our first episode before we started recording, I was like, <gasps> I have the perfect name. <laughs> w. Ritz. It was literally like. We had, we did no preparation at all, and what, right before we started recording, Isaac was like, "We should have a name for our podcast." And like, we sat there in silence for like ten seconds, and like Isaac was like, "You know what? Let's just name it W Ritz." Yes, and I will say it was not entirely Perfect. Abigail's fault. Um, there is this kid named Grant. Shout out to Grant. We love oh yeah, Grant. shout out to yeah, Grant. Grant. I he, saw his comment. Posted, I loved it. Yeah, he posted a um a meme in a group chat that I was in that said W Ritz with a box of Ritz crackers on it. Yeah, I've seen and that. That meme. image is permanently yes. in my head now. Yeah. I will say that people have brought those images to me and been like, "Oh, look, Abby." I'm like, "Oh." I so what? So what she's saying? It's not her fault she misspoke it. Like, they <laughs> intentionally led her to misbelieve what the phrase was. I mean, perhaps that is the case. Perhaps I will say I had never used it before that point, so I just I didn't know there wasn't a T in it. Mm-hmm. That well. was it. So <laughs> no. What you gonna do? Anyway, folks, good joke, though. you live and learn. But it I'm glad that my moments of embarrassment could <laughs> yield yes. such good results. It's not. <laughs> embarrassing. It's your claim to blame. Well, claim it's to funny. Fame. In retrospect, it's funny. Yeah. True. The moment it was like ah, but. You know, it was good. Anyway, folks, introducing today's topic. So, uh, a while ago, th- this, this past week, um, I was I was uh, looking through my phone as I sometimes do, and I saw this advertisement for uh, why we should ban this guy named Michael Knowles from speaking at UB. Irony. <laughs> 
And I was like, wait, Michael Knowles is speaking at UB? What? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to try and go to that, aren't I? Funny yeah. how funny how they tried to like get him to stop speaking, but they, their the campaign whole, yeah. to do that right. is the reason you knew about it in the first place. I am a big fan yeah. of irony. Me and too. That, uh, it was perfect. And so I'm like, you know, Dad, I want to go to this. And he was like, all right. And I was like, you know, actually, I want to invite my friends to this, too. And uh, so just just so happens that I was going to be seeing Abigail and Simeon the very next day. And so I, I asked them if they want to come. They're both like, yes. Abigail didn't know who mm. Michael Knowles was, but she does now. And Simeon was super excited. He's like, <gasps> I can you see him live. And, and you conveniently yes. forgot to invite me, well, the Sir thing Isaac. Is, the, thing, the story about that is I was going to invite Will, but by the time I was going to see him, which was Wednesday night, uh, apparently ticket sales had closed or something like that. See, yeah. That was my understanding. Of what yeah, what like you could have done is as soon as you saw that, called me immediately <laughs> and just said, <laughs> Michael Knowles, UB, Thursday night. And that's all Let's I would have needed to know. I would have like bought a ticket immediately. Well, I am like, sorry. I don't need any more context than that. <laughs> I am sorry for not doing that, William. I it's must fine. admit, entirely slipped my mind. Well, hey, next time, right? But yes, the reality time. is yeah. Abigail and I didn't get to go to the thing anyway. We didn't actually get to see Knowles. Um, Simeon did. And there's there's more on that in a minute. Yeah. But we, we all decided to go to this. And I, I was pretty excited because Michael Knowles had just said that transgenderism must be eradicated like a week before this and was in super big trouble with the oh, left yeah, board. And I was like... Ha! Yeah. <laughs> Perfect timing. I did do a little bit of a deep dive before we went to the event, like just to see who he was, and because, like you said, I had no idea he existed. Um, and I saw that, and like it was on all different news platforms. Oh, yeah. People were yeah. blowing up about it, and people were so mad. And mm-hmm. they were saying, like he says, they were calling for a genocide, and I was like, literally. No. That I looked up like the suffix ism and like what it means and it like basically changes the word to mean something different. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. I was like, see, that's what they do all the time is they'll like take something a conservative says and then make it seem worse than it actually is. Yeah. Right. And we'll, yeah. we'll get into more of this in the second like, segment because yeah, there is yeah, a Mike, lot to say about yeah, it. Yeah. We'll yes. wait until later. Yeah. But uh, it is very true. That's what the left tends to do. So anyway, uh, Simeon, why don't you tell us how you managed to get in? And then I will tell why Abigail and I did not. Okay, so uh, I, when I was told about this, as soon as I got home, I got tickets for my mom. But when I was at school on the way home, I got tickets for myself. And uh, so my mom and I both knew about it because of Isaac. And so we arrived at 530 because, well, the day prior, he had just, well, a week prior or whatever, he said that we need to eradicate transgenderism. So we knew that there would be a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so we got there like two hours before it started. And that was great because the doors didn't open until like eight. And so we were freezing. It but was aside so from cold. That, it was so cold. <laughs> we got uh, we got two hours of the transgender, well, activists. The transgender chance, yeah. And mm-hmm. singing songs about how uh, we need trans rights and how they're being oppressed and all this stuff. And that was actually, it was very entertaining for one. And it was <laughs> I like, bet. you can literally it was encouraging. S- I don't know why. I- I'm sure uh, you can literally hear the smile on Simeon's face right now. Oh, I can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, so we were at like the front of the line. And so when the doors finally eventually did open, we, my mom and I got to go inside and um, on our way up the stairs, actually, there were people that were close to the front of like the protest near the doors and 
it was really funny because we couldn't hear what they were saying, but we could just see their mouths moving and just really angry talk was coming out and, and a lot of middle fingers. So that was, that was great. Awesome. Um, you, you think they so didn't like you? I, I think that's the kind of impression I'm getting from this. You story. know, I wasn't like a hundred percent sure. I couldn't tell between, you know, the FUs and yeah. all yeah, this, like, like well, you Nazi, like, right. I wasn't sure. Yeah, they didn't know. make it explicitly sure that, clear I'm to sure me. That everyone yeah, on I the wish left... they were more straightforward and right. just said that they hated you. I'm sure right? that everyone on the left is, you know, I mean, it's hard to tell if they actually hate you because everyone on the left is very charitable, very toler- tolerant. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you also, know. you know, they were saying like um, F you fascists and I don't know who they were talking to because I am not a fascist. So yeah, like, they didn't I mean, make it clear. I wonder what fascist was there. Hey, maybe, right. Maybe yeah, you oh, oh I'm sorry. Either. Maybe I'm not aware of my oppression of or my whiteness. viewpoints or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. that's for oh. later. We're that being sarcastic, by the way, just yeah. just so you listeners know. <laughs> one of you, I know one of you was going to take all, that all seriously. And we're I did not, not I did not want to get an angry text. Yeah. Thank not you very at much. All. Yeah, we're not <laughs> actually liberals, in case you didn't know that already. <laughs> but anyway. Another great thing was that while, while we were, my mom and I were outside, the one of the chants was that trans lives matter and black lives matter and if you don't know my mom and i are both black so like they were saying that we matter i bet you a feel lot, supported oh, didn't you oh, what, what people but that's all so the white sweet. people there do not matter and all the indians and latinos not. yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah. well i'm sure like they have a special place in their heart for everybody not white so <laughs> well duh <laughs> they yeah, just didn't specify thing. but anyway um so yeah, it was quite an experience getting there because um, Abigail and I car- carpooled to save gas and money and mm-hmm. whatever else. And um, we get there and we hear all this screaming. And I've never been to the place where you know Knowles was actually speaking before. So I was like, oh, well, I guess I know where to go now, don't I? Yeah. Just follow the angry <laughs> liberal screams. Thanks, guys. What, what helpful people. They're showing you yes, exactly where he was. Exactly. Well, their poster calling to ban Knowles told me that I was I should go there in the first <laughs> yeah, place. They're and do- now they're helping me find where I need to go. Yeah, they're kind of d- doing the opposite of what they intended. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. But anyway, we, we walk over there and uh, sure enough, sure enough, there were a bunch of angry leftists. And the thing is, the doors that go into the, the line that went into the actual... Um, the actual building was right between two groups of leftists. Like there were there were angry angry people on the right and angry people on the like left. Like the Red the Sea. Yeah. yeah, really. <laughs> the line was down the middle. So that's that's how that went. Yeah. Um and we were standing in line for like forty five minutes just hearing some uh lovely things getting said to us. Very yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, I saw some really interesting signs. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Ooh. I just thought of something. It literally was the Red Sea. Cause we're on, we're the red side and they're the blue side. That's true. Yo, he's oh, right. Wow. Oh, Sam, getting deep already. Nice. Dang, I was not prepared. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I think all three of us, Simeon, and Abigail, and I, all actually enjoyed getting yelled at by leftists. Honestly, I loved it. It was so yeah, like, exhilarating. I loved being part of that and just satisfying. being yeah. there. Yeah, it was so satisfying. In my personal life, I found adversity oddly motivating in a way in a way way, like when people like like disagree with me or hate me right it just it just motivates me to just be better than them well you know and the thing is that if if you can really be so offensive that all you have to do to get uh you know hundreds of people screaming mad at you is stand in a line 
Yeah. I mean, you, you must be talented. I That's was saying impressive. that to Isaac. Like, imagine being Michael Knowles and how satisfying it would be to have so many people, like, so mad about something you said. Exactly. Like, yeah. Can you yeah. imagine the satisfaction <laughs> out of that? It would be pretty great, but I think we, we got a taste of it anyway. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. It was also sort of nice to be, like, part of the group, part of a group, yeah. right? Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like if it was just me and they were just screaming at me alone, I would be so scared. Oh, the yeah. Thing but is, there were a bunch of other conservatives there. Mm-hmm. And Simeon and I, you know, we're, we're a friend group. So yeah. Yeah. who cares what the outside world thinks? Yeah, we're here so on a podcast You right got now people who care about you, and that's all that matters. matters. Yeah. But it, I loved, oh, I don't know, there's something so refreshing about being screamed at. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was very colorful too. Like yeah. their language was colorful in a boring way. They could have used better language, but you know, their signs were, were interesting. Their clothing were their clothing was very colorful. You know, rainbows all the way. It was, you know, it was very interesting. And there was even a drag queen. I know. There was a drag queen <laughs> and I my biggest regret is that well one of them i mean i'm sad i didn't get in but i didn't get a selfie with the drag queen and oh. now i'm like i have it in my mental notebook like okay next next woke uh protest next, you go yes. to there's next probably gonna Michael be a drag no queen yeah. yeah so you can get a selfie then but so i was like, so the, disappointed the question is how would you address them like how would you ask right? them yeah like, i was uh. thinking about that i was like do i want to stir the pot would i say excuse me sir or would I say, excuse me, ma'am, which could also be just But how do you know they want to be a ma'am? How do you right. know they're just not a man yeah, who just wants exactly. to like, dress feminine? Who just wants to but make fun of women. So I could have yeah. just addressed them <laughs> as, excuse me, person with the really cheap and fluffy wig. Can I please get a selfie? <laughs> excuse me, but non-gender conforming can, can being. Yes. Hey, can you stop calling me a Nazi for a minute so I can get a selfie with yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. Thanks, that'd be great. Wouldn't but that be fun? Yeah. I would probably just say, excuse me, can I please get a selfie? But yeah, that is the one regret I do have is that I didn't get a selfie with the yeah. drag queen because <laughs> how cool would that be? <laughs> what you did you do this weekend? What are you saying, yeah. Sam? I was going to say, you know, it's very ironic how my mom and I, when we, where we sat down, we were right next to two people that were trans activists. And as soon as the show started, they started yelling, trans lives matter, trans lives matter. Trans and lives other matter. obscenities about trans fascists. And so we were right next to them. So we, we got the full experience while we were there. I oh, saw dang. you in the video. I saw you and your mom you having, yeah. yeah, I was looking for you guys. And when they were <laughs> showing the people who were screaming, I was like, oh, look. Uh, I, me in. By I the should, way, I should go back and watch that part. We should I mention, yeah. folks, should. this whole thing is available on YouTube for you to oh, watch yeah. the whole speech. Yes. You should. Actually, you all should go Michael watch Mose it. It's just, a really good speech. Yeah. yeah, it is really good. My dad tried to cast it to our TV and... It wasn't working. Like they were playing like the music over it, and it was weird. Like huh? the video was fine, but like music was playing over what he was saying. Like I know in the beginning mm. they introed him with music, mm-hmm. but like That's when neat. over the whole thing there was like music blaring so that you couldn't hear him. Oh, that's weird. That is yeah. weird. Sounds like sounds like somebody's tampering with your TV. Uh, yeah, from watching a conservative. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But yeah, it was. But yeah, his speech was really good. I ended up was. listening to it um, the other night. Yeah, but. yeah, he's a very well-spoken person. Mm-hmm. Anyway, th- the thing is, the the left was so happy. The the protesters there were so happy when the building filled up, and in the end, that's why Abigail and I couldn't get in because yeah. um, I got there and you know we were this close to getting in, um, and then 
long story short, we tried to get in together and it didn't work because, you know, we wanted to remain, you know, somewhat close to each other because we carpooled. It's not like yeah. you can just, you mm-hmm. know, walk home. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but long story short, we tried working out our tickets. There was a difficulty. And by the time we fixed it, the room was full. So mm-hmm. wait, how did the room fill up if there was a certain number of tickets? No, the tickets were free. So like oh. they said a ticket doesn't mean you get a seat. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. But then I think they did put it in a smaller building because people they were were. already upset about it. So they wanted to like crowd control. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I but I then right. when we were walking away, this dude who was in the protest was like, what is the building at capacity? And I was like, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, it is. And I should have said, because there were literally hundreds of people still in line, I should have said, yeah, the building's full. And do you see all these people? Do you see all these people? They still want to see. They still want to be there. So why why was he making fun of you for? I don't know what that. Why is he happy that the building is full? Yeah, I don't know what that. Shouldn't he be mad about that? Right. Exactly. Oh, the building's full. People came. Oh, Oh. people like this. They're actually supporting your cause. Yes, yes, sir. They are. They are. Does that make you feel affirmed and good about yourself? No. So shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I think the the room, even though they had a like, they 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 cut the room in half. Because there were curtains that oh. they could have removed oh, that's and oh, had really? a full second row that was that would have doubled the people in there. That, and they didn't do that. So That's really annoying. That's weird. That seems kind of yeah. like they're trying to stop you from seeing a conservative. No oh my way. God. <laughs> Isaac, really? <gasps> That'd be crazy if they did that, wouldn't it? Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I mean, UV is a liberal school, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, very, so. very I know liberal, the yeah. board was like trying to shut it down and stuff, but they were saying the group um, Young Americans, right? Young yeah. Americans Foundation. Yeah. yeah, that they were protected by the First Amendment, so they couldn't do anything about right. it. Exactly. But yeah. I said to my parents, I was like, oh, we could have gotten in. They had to remove those people. There were seats available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing about the protesters, too, is, you know, it, it seemed more like a block party than anything else. Yeah. There like was they, music, yeah. there was dancing. It was a lively event, to be sure. I mean, if I were a liberal, I would probably go there just to have fun. Because there's right? no <laughs> way I would actually feel threatened by a bunch of conservatives yeah. just trying to yeah. go see a speaker. And I think some people were just there t- for fun. I, 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 am, yeah. I think so. I think maybe. I felt bad yeah. for the people there that were there for like four, three hours standing outside in like fishnets and stuff. <laughs> those, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Those are yeah, it's it gets cold here. Yeah. One thing Buffalo, that was cold. nice, though, I think he was probably, I don't know, he had some sort of LGBTQ plus affiliation, but he was walking around handing out hats and mitts and stuff. And I was like, I appreciate that. I mean, that was nice. I just don't think he would have done it to anyone who disagrees with him. Wouldn't have given them. Well, a no, he was going through the like the line and stuff. Really? I think yeah. I think he ignored, I, think. I think he ignored people, but it's just because oh, there were leftist protesters know. so close to the line. Probably. Yeah. Well, I who also knows? the protesters at one point were shouting, this is democracy. And I was like, yeah, it is good on you. I yeah, would shout with you, but that would show I support you. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. like, you're, you're, yeah, right, you're right. But like, I don't want to agree with you, but you're yes. right. Yes. And yeah, I was exactly. like, it's also democracy that we can be here. Exactly, and yeah. You don't have to tell us freedom to of assembly, go away, but yeah, you can exactly. Do right. Yeah. Right. But I was like, that is one thing we do agree on that this is democracy, and good on you. Yeah, good I job. Mean, I yeah. think that we agree with the left on a lot of things. As soon as you 
you know, but only until you go past the initial sentence. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like once you boil it down, you agree with certain things. But right, like Black Lives Matter. Well, yes, yes, they do. But that yes. doesn't well, but mean the, the movement, movement is itself. Valid. Yeah, yeah, I don't. That agree doesn't mean that everything like, you nothing, say about America like you, being racist the is okay. Black Lives Matter is obviously not a bad thing, but like the movement it's associated with is pure evil. Right, yes. and the whole calling America racist thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's messed up. Yeah. But they, they, they seem to think that we're offensive when they were the ones throwing F-bombs at us, <laughs> calling us Nazis. Bro, there were, there were Jews in the crowd, and they were still <laughs> literally, calling us Nazis. Literally, yeah, yeah. No, there were literally the, Jews the next to us. There that. were literally Jews next to us who were speaking Hebrew. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Y'all are still um, Nazis. Excuse me. Do you know what a Nazi is? I just, like, wh- just <laughs> tell me what a Nazi is. Yeah. I'd like to know. Uh, yeah, the whole thing was kind of messed up, but. You know, it was also kind of fun in a weird way. It was. It was. But yeah. uh, anyway, folks, we will be back in just a short amount of time with the second segment where we really boil down what Knowles actually said and why the left is so offended by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have some great discussion on that, so we hope that you will keep listening. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our special edition of the W. Ritz Podcast. And here in our second segment, we're going to be dissecting the speech by Michael Knowles. <laughs> yes. That's right. Knowles said some interesting things, uh, but let's start off with what uh, he said in response to apparently, you know, the left has been calling him transphobic. They've been calling yeah. him genocidal because he said that transgenderism needs to be eradicated. Eradicated. So So, Abigail, if you would read what he actually said, uh, we can respond to it. Yeah, so he, uh, Michael Knowles said, concerning transgenderism, and if it is false, then we should not indulge it, especially since that indulgence requires taking away the rights and customs of so many people. If it is false, then, for the good of society, and especially for the good of the poor people who have fallen prey to this confusion transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely the whole preposterous ideology at every level right and i like the way you read the word ideology because he was very clear that he's not saying that transgender people need to be sent to gulags or whatever he said transgenderism Mm -hmm. must be eradicated from the idea that a man can be a woman or a woman can be a man that's what he wants eradicated not the people who believe that and, and call Delusion. me genocidal for saying this, but but I have to agree. I have to say that I think he's absolutely me too. right. Well, he made the clarification and the comparison that when you say we need to get rid of poverty, you're not saying we need to kill off all the poor people. I or mean, when you're saying we need to get rid of, we need to eradicate cancer, you're not saying the people who suffer with cancer. He's saying the cancerous mass. Like yeah. The yes, cancer, exactly. Yeah. The condition, but not the people. the problem? Well, <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on which one you're talking about. Like, yeah. uh, like eradicating one cancer cell is not going to fix cancer as a worldwide problem. Yeah, yeah it's, he's saying you need a cure. What, well, like, you know, saying you need to eradicate cancer is saying you need a cure for cancer. Yeah. Yes, you need a yeah. cure for transgenderism, which I think would be um, a more healthy, you know, society I- in regards to family and how family is set up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, the word of God, and you know, there's yeah. no of substitute for belief in Jesus. But yep. Well, actually, in one of when he was taking questions at the end of the video, mm-hmm. this one person asked, how can I help my friends who are who do go and sleep around and who yeah, go who and uh, 
take part in immoral actions. And he said, well, clarify with them that there are two wills. There is the will of the flesh. He didn't say flesh exactly. He eventually got to there. But he said the will of the flesh and then the will that knows what needs to be done. He gave the example of a cookie. Yes, the flesh wants to eat the cookie because it's so good. But then the other side is like, well... I could get fat. Oh, For me, it's I oh, could oh. get a breakout or like the suit isn't going to fit me is what he said. Yeah. So he made the comparison of the two wills. And I think that that's very important. Mm-hmm. And self-control is something that our society lacks. It's the it's fruit of the exactly. spirit. Yes. And it's very necessary. And to, he yeah. said that after the sexual revolution, the only thing that mattered was if it feels good, do it. Mm-hmm. And that basically defines our culture right now. Exactly. And, you know, I think that he said pretty much, I don't think that you can say that he's genocidal after he said this. He says, I clearly expressed a concern for the good of these sexually confused people. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wants the good of them. He doesn't want to kill them. Yeah. yeah. How would that help anything? Yeah. like that, when, that he's watch- when he's doing those reacting to liberal TikTok videos, he's not saying burn it with fire, kill it, bruh. He's saying, what yeah. a confused and sad person. Kill, to it. Yeah, kill it is just what the Dems say about abortion, right? Yeah. yeah. He, has, <laughs> yeah. he has sympathy for them because he understands that they are confused. They are mentally unstable to a point, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's um, what he calls it. And he probably has more sympathy for them than mm-hmm. other conservatives because he at one point was a raging, God-hating, atheist liberal. Yeah. So, like, he knows, what it, he knows what it's like to be on that side. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But you, know. you see... For just saying and pointing out that something is very obviously wrong with society, he's been crucified by the left. I mean, they hate him. And yeah. this, this guy, um, Jamal Bowman, um, some, some elected representative here in New York, he called Nulls a Nazi, hell-bent on keeping white men alive and in power. Um uh, just like them to just bring well, race into what? this. Yeah. <laughs> if that is ever like, if that isn't strawman, I don't know what is. Exactly. Like, Facts. That yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah. You know what's ironic about that? What? At one point in the sp- well, at the end when they were asking questions, a black guy came up and asked him about how he can start, how he can inform the black people about how the government sort of makes, sort of ruins the black family. Yeah. And so he told him what he could do. And brought up that woman, Phyllis Schlafly or something. And, uh, yeah, so I wouldn't say he's racist. And, you know, the thing is, Simeon, I think that, and, you know, this is, I don't think that it's unreasonable to say this at this point. I would say that the left is far more genocidal than the right is nowadays. Like, a while ago... You know, people could have their political disagreements. They could still go to a barbecue on Friday night. Well, now the left is going to say, what? You're barbecuing meat? That's bad for the climate. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And the thing oh. is, Jane Fonda actually said recently this week, um, she was on The View, which if you've ever watched The View, you probably just wish that the Lord would end the earth right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg, I think it was, said, well, what's your plan for dealing with um, pro-lifers who do not conform to the idea that a woman should be in control of her body? Oh my gosh. And mm. Jane Fonda said murder. <laughs> she literally just said murder. Wow. I think I saw something about that. Yeah. 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 I saw it the other day. I was like, bingo, we're talking about this. Yep. So <laughs> Jane Fonda is literally allowed to say that you and me, all of us here, who are pro-life and want babies to not die anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like if you want to talk about geno- You want to talk about genocide? The amount of abortions that have like 
the amount of abortions that have been done exceeds the amount of people killed in the Holocaust. Yeah. That's yeah. a statistical and the fact. the thing is, the thing is, um, you know, if, if we are to believe what the left says about abortion, that it's not actually murder of babies, if we were to believe that, well, now we kind of have to believe that abortion is murder or is at least calling for murder, right? Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I think that Michael Knowles said that you can't have, like, two things that are similar, right, but ban one. Yes. Right. And he said yeah, exactly. that society has to have um, boundaries, otherwise they're going to crumble. Like you have to have right. truths, yeah, or you're going to crumble. Crumble. You have to have things you agree on, or you're going to crumble. Right. And so I think that we need to agree what murder is, yeah. which is taking a life, which is abortion. Mm-hmm. Well, just clump of cells, so it should be okay, right? <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> nah. But anyway, um, the the topic of Noel's speech was actually feminism. You might think that it was mm-hmm. transgenderism, which it, it ties in very closely to transgenderism. But up till now, he's just been clarifying what he said. Well, I mean, when you have a bunch of what he like said. hundreds of liberals outside screaming trans lives matter, you got to address that in some way. Well, right? you know, that yeah. might be a good idea. Um, yeah. But he was actually talking about feminism. The topic was, you know, how feminism has made women miserable and ruined everything else and led to transgenderism mm-hmm. and all that. Yep. Um, but one thing that someone in the in the place said that he did not do is actually define feminism. So which for he's wrong, actually, he, he did. Wrong. He did actually define it at the beginning for the purposes of this podcast. Let's define the feminism that we're speaking against, because we're not speaking against the feminism that brought us, you know, um, a more equal society where women can have jobs and like, be independent. You, you know, there, and, and you all know that, all that there was multiple waves of feminism. Right. Yeah. I think we're on like the third wave of feminism. Know. I now. think it's fourth wave, technically. Third or fourth, but the um, only one that was relatively good was first wave feminism. Right. Well, first, the first wave feminism, feminism definition was the advocacy for women's rights on the basis of the equal equality of the sexes okay so i would like to clarify that i believe in feminism of that definition right and that's not to say yes that's not to agree with the modern feminist premise that men and women are the same i support that definition and nothing else. even though i do support that definition too i still don't like calling myself a feminist to any degree just because no modern association yeah the term i I say i believe that Men and women are equal of moral value under God. Yes. Not equal in ability because God created men and women to do different things Mm -hmm. and have different roles. Yeah, exactly. That's what I say when somebody asks me what I believe. And they still call me sexist anyway, so... Well, but, you know, what are you going to be? You know what? <laughs> we have a woman right here and she's agreeing with what you said. So, yep. yeah, exactly. I think you're all right. I think you're all right. But yeah, that's for the purposes of this podcast. We are talking about feminism that has brought uh, the destructive ideology that men can become women. Women can become men. Um, it's it's no longer about helping women to, you know, be independent individuals. Uh, it's no longer about helping them to have freedom. It's at this point, I would say it's actually about oppressing women. Oh, you yeah. Know, make it, uh, making it so that advocating for men being able to use women's restrooms, that's not female empowerment at all. That's no, that's, female that's hurting. And like, I, yeah, I saw. When you can't even feel safe going to the bathroom, like that's when you know society yeah. is messed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I saw a quote by Mark Manson that said the modern um, movement of feminism is attacking like institutions and like mindsets. 
or is attacking mindsets, not institutions. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That work. The feminism is going after social constructs and prejudices that people don't even know exist in their brains. (laughs) (laughs) They're saying you believe this because you're a white male. Right. 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 And so he said that uh, feminism is going after mindsets. I'm paraphrasing, not institutions. Yeah. Gotcha. And um, Knowles actually said, speaking what you said about, you know, realizing that you're oppressed, he was talking about a woman who said that she basically realized she was oppressed as soon as she started becoming a feminist <laughs> and attending yeah. feminist meetings. Like, she was happy and she had a great life. And then all of a sudden she goes, oh, oh, crap, I'm yeah. oppressed. Oh, yeah. dang. Oh, uh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he also quoted someone who called, I don't remember who it was, I'm sorry, but he, he quoted someone who called... Uh, modern feminism, a socialist anti-family political movement that encourages women mm-hmm. to leave their husbands, kill their children, practice witchcraft, destroy capitalism, and become lesbians. Tr- Truer words have not been spoken how, about modern how feminism. How in the world is that at all helpful to women? I love that description. I <laughs> thought it was <laughs> hilarious and very creative. Yeah, exactly. It's, and it's true. I mean, hey, yeah. he said Michael Michael Knowles himself said it's a little harsh, but when you try and find no, something wrong with it, it's you true, can. Right? Yeah, it's harsh, it's but absolutely true. true. It stands true. Yep. Yeah. So modern day feminism is just messed up. Absolutely messed up. Um, let's see. What else can we talk about here in regards to modern day feminism? Well, that women think that they're oppressed, and well, I guess maybe they are to some degree, and now they're more oppressed well, because of feminism. What degree is but that? There's always maybe been some level. Maybe it's more like self-inflicted. Yeah, like you, I, yeah. they're not believe? legally oppressed in any no. way. No. There's no like laws that like limit the rights of women yeah, at think, all. I think that not in modern America. Legally, no. fix that. And I was telling Abigail the other day. I said, "Well, the left loves to pretend the issues that were issues back in history are still issues today. They yeah. love to pretend that you know racism is still a big problem. They mm-hmm. love to pretend that." Sexism is still a big problem. They love to pretend that Nazis still exist because Republicans still exist. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just not true. There are new issues that we need to focus on. Yeah. The new issues, I would say the tables have turned so much that now there's um, blatant racism against white people, mm-hmm. blatant sexism against males, and um, blatant oppression of women under the guise of trans rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's ridiculous. And I think that there are some factors of racism that still like towards um, people of darker color that still do exist. But it not, is well, true. Yes. Not on a systemic well, level. No. Like no, there are still some things. You're always going to find that weird racist guy. You're well, racist yes. Uncle. And like there are like, still. You can't change every individual's state well, of mind. Yeah. And I get that. But I from things I've read, people I've talked to, there are still are some underlying aspects, but I think that people, I feel like the modern mindset is that we, like me as a white person, needs to pay for my ancestors' issues and decisions <laughs> and mistakes. And, dude, I don't even know if my family's were slaveholders. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty I'm sure mine sure. were. Like, I, don't I have ancestors who moved here from Poland and Italy. So yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe they were slave owners, just uh. not of black people. Because that's another thing is that you know they the liberals like to pretend that like slavery was exclusively like white on black in America, but mm-hmm. slavery has existed everywhere in every culture. Exactly, and it's yes. always been different races either enslaving the same race or another race there have been yes. black people yeah. who owned white oh. slaves white people who owned white slaves black people who owned black slaves yeah, yeah. Even, literally uh, african tribes were selling each other to the slave ships yeah the 
slave yeah. trade. Yeah. yeah. They they were the ones who sold them to yes. begin with. Right. And wasn't it, isn't it Kamala Harris's like ancestors? Weren't they like black slave owners? I <laughs> that would be ironic. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard that somewhere. I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> yeah. true. Okay, well then. But um, that changes things a little. Racism towards white people is becoming a problem. Yeah. Because there have been times, I guess, sort of, when I've been like, "Oh no, like I'm white. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, terrible." No. I'm not <laughs> going to choose a black candidate I, like, over me at work. But then I like think through it, and I'm like, literally no. Yeah. Um, well, the thing about America is we've done everything we can from a legal perspective to change yes. the wrongs that we once did. Yeah. You can't do anything else. The only thing you can do now is start offering reparations, yeah. which yes. is in itself racist against white people. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And that's what I mean of racism. Like, there's like, yes, every legal thing has been taken. There is no racism there. And we can't change mindsets. But no, I think can't. that people still do hold whatever prejudices and it's stupid and ill-informed and illogical and... They don't need to be sent to concentration camps, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one, no one should be advocating for that. Yes, but mm-hmm. um, one thing with the feminism is that it advocated for transgenderism. Yes, and I think that is such that's such a conflict. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because they're fighting for women's rights, and then they turn around and they're inviting men into their bathrooms, right. into their changing rooms. And, and Knowles was saying, like, well, you know, the thing that um, modern feminism says is that men and women are exactly the same. They have, you know, society mm-hmm. should treat them absolutely no differently. And I agree that legally they should be treated as, you know, I, I don't think that there should be any form of um, sexism in our, our laws, obviously. Of course. But the thing is, if, if what they're saying about um like men and women yeah what they're saying same exact same in every way except for like genital differences yeah sure yeah and michael knowles said same-sex marriage says men and women are basically the same right Mm -hmm. but if they say that then why is transgenderism necessary exactly so like if you're if you believe you are a girl trapped in a man's body like, how do you know that if they're the exact same? Yeah. 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 You have yeah. to realize that there's some kind of difference between the, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it, between the two genders oh. if you're going to advocate for transgenderism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So modern feminism actually contradicts itself. Yeah. And I think that's a sad thing that there's people think that they're both genders are the same because that's not true. Like from right. a Christian viewpoint, from a biblical viewpoint, like there are things that you can do that I can't. Like, sure. you can build muscle mass way faster than I can yeah. because of testosterone. Is that annoying? Yes, a little bit. <laughs> 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 but um, I really don't care. But you can't bring forth life in your body, can you? We can't. Maybe no. we can. We, no, we they can't. say we can. The, the emojis are wrong. We can't. <laughs> they say Na- we can. Not naturally. But I'm no, not too sure emojis? about that. No, emojis? The do thing do with which we measure our society? Yes. <laughs> Have oh. you seen those false? pregnant man emojis? Yeah. They're yeah. so they're, disturbing. They're yeah. Yeah. We're in trouble. But I think that there are things, there are many things that men can do that women can't or, or shouldn't do and that women can do that men can't or shouldn't do. Right. And if, mm-hmm. if men and women are exactly the same, you kind of lose out on not even so much the physical aspects, but the other aspects. Like women are more, generally speaking, they're more emotionally aware than men. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if everybody is the same, well, that means that, uh, I mean, I don't know about you. I'm I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm not gay, so I don't want everybody to be just like another man. Like, 
I like having yeah. women in the world. I know people yeah, joke exactly. about not wanting women in the world, but I kind of like having women in the world. Me too. Just going to say mm-hmm. it. So, yeah. I you like need having to women in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would, I would <laughs> assume you would. That could be taken yeah. wrong. That could be taken wrong. I do not mean it in the way that could be taken wrong. And yeah, I anyone who took that wrong has got to be an idiot. Hey, I mean, Literally I like having men in the world things. too. I like having people. I like in having the world. men in the world too. I like, like having people yeah. in the world. It's nice. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Literally. At the end of the day, we're all God's creation. Yes. That's and so. none of us would be in existence without one or the other, exactly, male or female. Yeah. yeah. Because it's a two-way thing. Right. You, you need, need both. both. Yeah. Yeah. You need both to create life. Yep. You don't say. <laughs> no matter no matter what they say about bone marrow, like being able for. Like the bone marrow and women being able to impregnate themselves. That's that's dumb. And that's that's not natural either. And that also Yes. Yeah, apparently there's like the some study that says that women can impregnate themselves with like a bone marrow, their, their I, own I, bone I think marrow. I saw something that said that that's completely false. Yeah, I've heard it. I was think it false was just too. some girl it, on I think TikTok. It, yeah, I think it was like a like a scientific theory that has been disproven. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Bad. Yeah. So ridiculous. But it also like breaks the family dynamic like oh you don't need a man to get pregnant which technically you don't with all the like um but well i mean you don't need a man directly involved in your life you don't need a man directly involved yeah yeah and you still need like a male (laughs) to get the dna (laughs) necessary but you don't need a man directly involved in your life and i think that is so sad because it totally destroys the dynamic of family right which then leads to mental like emotional problems which then leads to people being yeah, trans like, yeah. exactly like yeah. not to s- be slippery slope like, but like it's a meme on the internet like when somebody's acting ridiculous you say oh fatherless behavior Shit, no, but like right? that's rooted in truth because like people without fathers do live worse lives like yeah. most people who commit crimes and are arrested they don't have father figures right. yeah so, so why are we celebrating women having to raise children on their own mm-hmm. that's not a yeah. good thing and we need to support women who have to but yeah, that like doesn't mean I, I'm not saying like that absolutely. doesn't mean we promote yeah. it, and I'm just saying because I know you. It, it's I know a bad situation to be in, yeah. like yeah. to have to raise a child by yourself. Right. Like I'm not like that shouldn't happen, but I'm not yes. saying. And I, I do think that the Church of Christ has some huge opportunity there to start mending yeah. a absolutely. lot of the cultural Thanks. problems. Absolutely, yeah. you know? I just saw Jesus Revolution yesterday. Brilliant movie. Go see it if you were thinking about Agreed. it. Agreed. And it was. A generation of people who were lost, just like mm-hmm. our generation, they were turning to drugs, to sex, to alcohol, to all these different things. And it was beautiful to see cinema capture this movement of Jesus mm-hmm. reaching out and um, bringing those people in. But it was through the church. Mm. Yeah. It was started yeah. by a church opening their doors and saying, I don't care where you've been. I don't care of whatever. We're inviting you in. We're loving on you. So that you can be transformed. You don't have to be transformed to come to church. You come to church to be transformed by the love of God. The thing is, people today like to think that politics will solve everything. You know, you get your president and you make some laws. You try and force your values on the other. Yeah, they do tend to idolize politicians. The the person who's going to save our country. The reality is that mankind is like, you know, Mm -hmm. we're born evil. And apart from the Holy Spirit, you can't make anybody believe your own views. Right. Yeah. I mean, in a sense, God is the only person who can force good values on anyone. Exactly. So. Yeah. Well. Force 
I mean, maybe the wrong guess, word, but I get what you're saying. Well, I yeah, use the is, wrong word a lot, apparently. So. <laughs> this is a strong word. To I use, get what but you're saying. Yeah. I'm just using the left's rhetoric, like you're forcing. Yeah. Yes. Well, it, yeah. 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 God's the only one who can change your heart. Exactly. Yes. For you. And exactly. I think um, part of the disintegration of God in our society is uh, Michael Knowles was talking about the Constitution and how he was joking. I think that James Madison had penned in <laughs> invisible ink. He got invisible suddenly, ink at the one cent store back yes, then. Yeah. That yeah. suddenly, all of a sudden, it is legal to um, like have all these sexual sins, well, like you know, commit adultery. Yeah. I actually read that as soon as you put on some leftist glasses, the Second Amendment vanishes. And then there Whoa. are three additional rights. The rights to be trans, the rights to be gay, and the rights to kill your enemies. Whoa. So Whoa. That yeah. is magical. Did, where where right. do I get these glasses? Yeah. I need to see this for <laughs> myself. <laughs> what? That is like national treasure level. Yeah. Like, yeah whoa. Totally. <laughs> if they make a national treasure remake, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, let's touch on another thing that Noel said uh, here in this special edition of the W. Ritz podcast. Okay. It's not directly related to feminism. I, I mean, everything he said was to a certain point, but it's not directly on feminism. He said, personal problems are political problems. And this is what, I, what I'm, um, you know, what I'm taking from that is that mental health is so important to people because there are political answers to it. Like, you hear all this talk about mm -hmm. mental health. Let's make sure that everybody's mental health is great. You can't ever be depressed. If you're depressed, that means that you're not being yourself and you should transition to something else. There's a and reason for that. And yet depression is idolized. Yeah. Yeah. Be depressed so you can go trance. <laughs> but the thing is, that's not legitimate. Like, um, the reason why the, the left especially, I, I feel like the left is more focused on mental health than the right, even though Noel said, you know, even th though they're, they're preaching mental illness, the reason why they're... Um, so concerned with mental health is because there are political answers to personal problems. Like if I were to say, well, I'm depressed. I feel more like a woman today. Maybe if I become a woman, um, my depression will be cured. Well, that will turn into should I be able to use the women's yeah. restroom? Should I be able to use this, that? Should I be able to complete and compete in women's sports? And um, I'm not saying that we should have no concern for anyone's mental health. I think that but, um, like, that's the wrong way to go about it. Yeah. Like, you don't fix someone's mental health by affirming the problem. Right. You have to help them get through it, get out of it. Because, like, a, like, you know, a phobia is an irrational fear of something. Like, if I'm a, uh, an arachnophobe afraid of spiders, yeah. you don't fix it by saying, oh, it's okay that you're afraid of spiders. It's no problem. You fix it by helping me get over my irrational fear of spiders. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so you can be a better person exactly, and yeah. live as a better person exactly and so have when one less thing that's not holding so you when back. my future wife finds a spider in the house <laughs> and she's afraid i can go and body that thing yeah yeah <laughs> and then you can walk her through of getting over exactly getting over her arachnophobia <laughs> yeah. and perfect in the, in the end it is kind of sad how you know they think that um that the only way to solve any of your mental problems the only way to solve your depression is to change your gender like you know, mm -hmm. yeah. be yourself but if you feel like y you're not yourself then you should change y pretty much your entire being yeah which like, is sorry go ahead where did tomboys and tom and tom girls go or yeah. whatever because yeah. like those used to be prevalent yeah. in society 
and now it's just oh you feel like you feel different than all the other girls well then just See, become yeah, a guy the, th- yeah. the thing is when you're growing up you're still like figuring out things mm-hmm. like you're gonna yeah. go through phases like that and like that's the thing with like kids being like oh i'm a cat like <laughs> i <laughs> i used to think i was a unicorn okay for like five minutes and then mom called time for lunch and i was like oh i'm human so i can oh, go yeah. eat my mac and cheese <laughs> right yeah. so it's so sad to see people twisting imagination because exactly, imagination yeah. is a yeah, God-given kids, gift. Yeah, kids so. are naturally imaginative. They yes. like pretending to be things that they're not. Right. Because right. it captures their attention. Exactly. It captures yeah. their interest. It is true that there are there there are going to be you know more feminine men and more masculine women, and that's and that's, that's okay. okay. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. Um, what's wrong is when you try and not only become someone of the other gender, but drag all of society down with you. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that's the sad thing of people trying to find their identity and changing their Mm -hmm. identity, finding their um, hope in being a different gender, because that is a total counterfeit, a total false idea of because when we come into Christ, right, we come into a new identity under Christ. Mm -hmm. And so it's a total counterfeit for that. And And in the end, the devil can't come up with anything like Mm -hmm. he has no power. So he's just like, I'm going to use what God has and twist it exactly and make it yeah. evil that's so that good, people yeah. that's facts yeah. yeah and he often copyrights it and makes people think like huh i came up with this he literally didn't he has no, no yeah. imagination <laughs> he can create nothing right so it's so sad because what people really need is to step into their identity in christ and become who god created them to be just like yeah. saul he didn't think he was king he literally yeah. <laughs> ran away from it a prophet had to call that out of him and steward that in him and that's what the church needs to be. They need to yep. call out their real identity and call out, this is who you are and God yeah. loves you and he Lead created you to their be identity this. In Christ. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and not shut them out and throw exactly, them onto yeah. the streets and say, you terrible person, you're probably oppressed well, by you're demons. So s- you're and so sinful, get out of here. Yeah, like that's, not what, that's not what Jesus did. No, yeah, and yeah. I can't yeah, say this in front of like woke people because they'll be like, are you calling me the skirt of the earth? But Jesus sat down. Yeah. With the lowest of the low, yeah. he did. Yeah, he did not excuse their sin, but yeah. he no. did not he leave was, them yeah. wallowing in it. Yes. He wasn't like, "Oh, it's okay that you're gay. You know, it's <laughs> no. fine, bro. I still love you." He didn't with Matthew, who was the tax collector, right? Yeah. That was one of the greatest sins in the Jewish community. He didn't condemn him. No. He loved him and stewarded Matthew's yeah. gifts, Matthew's person, into who he saw him to be. He didn't. Mm-hmm sit down with him and be like, yes, good on ya. Betray your family and your culture. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. on It's okay. You. Just yeah, keep he, doing yeah. what you're doing. Collaborate he with he the enemy. He didn't affirm that, yeah, but no. he like, didn't like, shout at him or condemn he him publicly. He didn't destroy him. Yeah. He didn't say, you're going to hell because of this. Yeah. He didn't shut him out. He said, I love you, Matthew, and this is who you are, and this is who you're called to be. Mm-hmm. And through that, Matthew transformed to be a disciple and to go to the ends of the earth and give God's love to those around him, which is our calling. That's what we're supposed to do. You know, the sad thing is that the modern church in America, in in general, not just the churches that we go to, the church in America in general is doing less and less of that. Like I heard recently that there's this church near where I live. It's a Methodist church. And they, I don't know the outcome of this vote, but they were going to vote on whether or not to stay in the vaster Methodist congregation because uh, the vaster Methodists, you know, USA, whatever, they said something i think they were endorsing homosexuality or something Uh like that like you cannot be a true church and endorse homosexuality yeah because the bible is very very clear 
Yeah. yeah. On there are a lot of things that Christians disagree being on. A sin. Yes. Yeah. I could disagree with all of you on what kind of, you know, movies you should watch, mm-hmm. what you should no, do on what time this day how you should be baptized well, yeah paul you can said, agree on a lot of things you can't disagree on homosexuality yeah. no, and yes. you know how paul had the dream about that jews can now eat these forbidden foods right I think it was peter but was it peter yeah it was probably peter peter, peter was or paul yeah, it was yeah one of the major disciples <laughs> they um so that dream was saying right you can eat this now like i've made it pure mm-hmm. but that does not mean God doesn't call you to do something different. Yeah. Like you're convicted. That doesn't mean you're not convicted to do something different. So if God's saying, don't eat pork, but your neighbor eats pork, that's for you. That's you so you can follow God. Yeah. That's for you to follow God to a better level. Like don't drink alcohol. Okay. My neighbor drinks alcohol. Okay. But alcohol isn't a stumbling bo- block for him and will be a stumbling block for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. God calls exactly, us yeah. to different levels, but the new covenant. In the Bible, he will not tempt us beyond yes. we are able. Yeah. But the new covenant does not do away with the homosexual sin. It does not. Yeah. It no, does not. No. no disciple got a dream of two men kissing and yes. God was <laughs> like, yeah, well, this is okay now. Yes. Uh, no. Yeah. No. It says in 1 Corinthians 6 9 that, uh, homosexual homosexuals will not enter the kingdom of heaven right yes. right and the whole reason why the left has to deny that any fake church that says that homosexuality homosexuality yeah, homosexuality is okay the whole reason why they have to deny that the bible ever said anything about homosexuality is because the bible is actually very strong on homosexuality oh yeah yes. and as soon as you listen to any of it you realize oh i'm exactly, a false yeah. teacher yes. i can't teach it calls this it and an abomination yes. an yeah. abomination that's a very strong it's word to use to describe something nasty thing. exactly yeah and the Bi- when the bible uses strong language you know yes. it's serious and it's yeah. not that you can't be forgiven and it's not that yeah. god doesn't love you yeah, it's, it's n- that it's, we're not saying that like if you're gay you just you're just doomed to hell yes, like you can't no. come back from it you can it's just if you keep up this lifestyle yes. you are gonna be doomed and to hell. i think that's one thing that actually i a co-worker of mine he was saying that he didn't follow Christianity anymore because his parents told him he had to hate gays. And I was like, no, no, no. that's religion over relationship. Jesus was not about the laws. If he wanted the laws to stay in place, he would have never come. Like he would have never come to restore relationship, to have us forgiven of our sins so that we could be Mm -hmm. with the father. He came for relationship to restore the father's heart, to restore our one-on-one connection with God. And it's the same thing like Knowles was saying. Like he was advocating for the ab- abolition of transgenderism, not trans. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to hate gay people. He did, he you yes. have to hate the sin. Yeah. Yeah. Like Michael Knowles, like he he can be a bit sarcastic and goofy sometimes, but he does not hate transgender people. No. Right. No. He does not yeah. hate people who like got surgery and stuff. Yes. He just hates the lifestyle they're living and the idea that a man can become a woman and a woman can become a man. Yeah. And rightfully so. Yeah. yeah. Rightfully so. Best life they can have. Yes. And, and he, he did say something about how conservatives have gone more and more neutral over the years, right? Yeah. 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 Like, oh, well, that's something. That's we'll something fight big. for now, but eventually we know we're going to lose yeah. the battle. Yeah. So yeah. What? So he said the conservatives are like, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Something I like about Michael Knowles is he, he calls out the conservatives when they're being stupid. Right. Yeah. And he reminds us that we can still fight in wars that we already thought we lost. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And he said. <laughs> like a good example, Roe versus Wade being yeah. overturned. Yep. Like we thought we lost that battle decades ago but no we overturned that um the the decision the decision yeah. yeah we overturned the decision even though it doesn't abolish abortion 
everywhere it makes it a state right yeah which is a victory exactly yeah. for sure a yeah. victory for us and we won a battle that's what he said is that the left thought they'd been victorious because they had victory after victory after victory over like decades and decades and mm-hmm. decades and then when he said this thing about eradicating transgenderism that's why they blew up about it yeah because yeah. they were like oh no we're losing our ground right and so the conservatives are just like he said they throw up their hands in the face of gender ideology mm-hmm. yeah. like who cares if about um pronouns and sports right. etc well fair enough on an individual level i don't care if some wacko down the street wants to be called they them but as soon as you make <laughs> yeah. it make it into a societal issue where you're letting biological men compete yeah. in women's sports and stuff yeah. like that and then you cannot back down yes. there and you also, can't say whatever also because it's clearly example, a problem some cases being forced to use those pronouns exactly like yeah. by law or getting or getting fired for not ad- adhering to what the left says in every single way exactly yes. yeah yeah and there is freedom of speech and all of that so like transgender people can choose to do what they're doing yeah. yeah but that doesn't mean we need to make it legal and that doesn't mean we need to support it necessarily we can love them as a human being because they were created by god mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean we need to support them every step of the way like exactly. i might not support you in some endeavor you're doing isaac but i still love you as a human being well right. we're all sinful so we all have our yes. own endeavors that are flawed yes. right yes and, um, and yeah and if we another point is if we like heavily judged each other for every flaw we had n- we would never get along yeah exactly. like, like if we let our flaws if we let another person's flaws define them like i would never be friends with any of you i'd yeah. be a loner yeah yeah and that would also be super hypocritical of me because i also have flaws of my own right and if mm. other people defined me by my flaws nobody would be friends with me either yeah, yeah. Take the log out of your own eye. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it's true. Conservatives these days we're not fighters. The yeah. left are fighters. And yeah, we, um, the problem is, is we compromise too easily. And well, com- yes. compromising doesn't work when the other side is not willing to compromise. Yeah, and yes. we like to think that you know we're the party of small government. You know, do what you want. Look, I like, I like theoretically, I like the idea of a libertarian nation. I like, I like freedom. I like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the end, you cannot violate basic biological laws with your nation's laws that's just exactly, that's not yeah. going to end well yeah uh what were you saying simeon uh i said what i said earlier i think well repeat it oh well i had one thing to say about fatherlessness right, oh go. okay yeah please please do um so i heard the story recently in south africa where there were a bunch of elephants in an area and people stopped hunting them so they their population grew too much and so these uh the state or the country had to take over and bring some of the elephants away so that they the population wasn't too big and so they didn't like ruin the land and uh they took away a lot of the male adult elephants out of an area and then there were just like the young kids and mothers and they took away some mothers as well but um, because there were only, like, young boys in an area, they didn't have any fathers. And because of that, they didn't know how to be an elephant. And so they went around killing other rhinoceroses and other animals for no reason. Oh, until, my. Oh, wow. Uh, people realized this, and they brought fathers back. And then they were like, oh, well, now we have people to discipline us. Or, well, elephants to discipline the other elephants. And then... They started acting like how they should act. Huh. So, 
Yeah, that that's, that's amazing. Show. That's as much really as the interesting. Left hates it. You need the nuclear family. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. God like shows in nature how things are supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is amazing yeah. to me. Very yeah. consistent across all of creation. Yeah, absolutely amazing. I love that str- that amazing. example. That is so cool. Yeah, we're gonna have to own some lips yeah, with it. Animals are so alike. Yeah, <laughs> God definitely put the need for family throughout his whole creation which mm-hmm. is beautiful like yeah you know. yeah you look at any animal in some way a male and a female animal are both needed right to mm-hmm. right produ- to have a successful like ecosystem and cycle of life yeah because like in that case you took away the m- the adult males mm-hmm. that like ruined the ecosystem of africa to an extent or south africa to an yeah. extent true mm-hmm. all right folks well as we're, we're at the hour mark so Thank you so much for listening to episode four of the W Ritz podcast. A very good episode, if I do say so myself. I personally think we had a lot of good discussion. Honestly, yes. I think that was the best one we recorded and I hope, so far. I hope all of you listeners agree. I think it was the best one, Will, yeah. yeah. So thank you so much to Abigail and Simeon for coming on. It's been a blast, and we're definitely going to have you on again someday. Yeah, thank yep. you for having us. I'd love to. All yeah, right, I love well, having you guys. We will see you in about a week and a half, at least Will and I will, for the next episode of the W Ritz podcast. We're looking forward to it, and we know you are too.